Greetings, fellow investigators. Welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is The Pipeline. It was written by Alex Gallant and Dave Brian Jackson. Our game master is Ian Christensen, and this is episode three. Our recap will be done by Sean Little as his character, Bjorn Vargason. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Sean? Thanks, Tom. Update number two. Bjorn Vargason, Sergeant Retired. Current Security Specialist for Exxon Corporation. Following the stressful events of the day, we set up camp and assigned firewatch detail among the group. I was exhausted and dropped into a deep sleep for about six hours. I was shocked they let me sleep that long. <clears throat> it was too deep, really, as I must have pulled off my mitts in the night and received, my, received mild frostbite in my fingertips, which sucks. Stupid amateur error. I woke, took over watch, and by morning we were all up breaking camp and eating. We moved out to follow the pipeline to the pumping station, the most logical way to get there, and there's only a slim possibility we'd reach it by nightfall. Didn't expect we would, and we thought we'd try anyways. We continued, and as we did, the snow became heavier and heavier, limiting visibility. After a long haul, we saw a dark shape against the pipe in the distance. We stopped movement. I pulled out my rifle, used my scope, zoomed in. We halted, and a few of us moved ahead slightly to see what it was. Uh, made out that it was a body lashed to the pipe. We advanced further, holding some of the party back, and found out that it was the pilot. How the pilot fell there, landed there, I don't know. He was gutted, strung up by his own entrails. Mr. Fink, already suffering from some anxious episodes before, well, he kind of lost it a bit. Kind of thought it was himself up on the pipeline there, which I guess that's a way of dealing with things. We determined that someone would have to have been nine feet tall to hang the body up there. I suspect the eco-terrorists have ladders. Others have other thoughts. Some of the rest, including Ampeto, seem to think Sasquatch or something did this. We moved on eventually again after things calmed down, tying ourselves together due to increased snow and visibility. And after another long, cold slog, we heard a noise in the near distance. Ampedu shot randomly into the snow, hoping to scare off whatever it was, but it didn't work. Because a few minutes later, a few seconds really, an angry, massive grizzly bear rushed us, roaring, furious. After, after it was all over, we would have noticed it had a huge wound on it. But at the time, we didn't notice this. Mr. Chapman, survival expert, cracked a shot off and into its neck and dropped it. When we examined it, it seemed to have been in a fight another bear perhaps we thought about taking some of the meat with us but we had enough meat to carry carry us on for a little while farther so we left to where it was we moved on though mr fink was again off his nut thankfully he was tied to us otherwise he would have ran off into the storm we don't know where he would have ended up we set up camp at 1708 and decided to ride out the snow and tents that evening more roaring sounds woke us through the storm Mr. Sanders, this mechanical engineer, went out into the night to investigate. It was nearly crushed by a two-foot boulder that landed in the camp area. A number more crashed around throughout the camp, and he caught sight of one human shape in the distance and attempted to shoot it, but was unsuccessful. By that time, Ampetu and Chapman and myself had popped out of the tents, and we were ready to defend the camp. I followed the direction from Sanders and was able to spot a shape, and I shot at it from about 30 yards out. By the sound of its yelping, I hit it pretty good. The attack slowed, then ceased. Sanders and I went off to see if we could track the attackers. We found blood, chunk of fur, bit of gore. I'm still thinking it's eco-terrorists. Maybe they had a trained bear or something. I don't know. We returned to the camp and decided to dig survival pits in the snow, a Chapman suggestion, so we could sleep and 
Maybe it was safer. Don't know, really. I slept. And again, they let me sleep. The next day, we ate what we could and moved on after breaking camp. We diverted through the woods. Not my idea. To cut, try to cut down the distance a bit. As we did, with the snow increasing and the fallen trees and the underbrush, it didn't really work out so well. It's, we didn't make any better time. But after a long, another long and increasingly different trudge, we came across a destroyed encampment of who we discovered was the Earth First group. Uh, we knew this because of the shredded banner that was hanging up. Mr. Fisk explained that they, Fink rather, explained that they were one of two environmental groups threatening the pipeline. Though they were the lesser in terms of concern. Just a bunch of hippie kids with cameras and plans to protest, I guess, cause a little bit of trouble. What we thought was debris and clothing around the camp turned out to be dismembered remains of the group as we approached. Not what we expected. We searched and found a survivor holed up in a snow cave with lots of food and rations and provisions. His name apparently is, was, is Bill, and he claims to be a videographer hired by the group to film their doings. We found the video camera and confirmed that, well, he was at least filming stuff. He calmed down and explained the group was attacked by a bear, though he didn't see the bear, and he took off and hid, I guess. So we're just going on his word that it was a bear that attacked the camp. Again, we moved on, eventually, crested a hill and saw the pumping station. The gates are busted open. The doors to some buildings are broken and bent. We're leaving Mr. Fink and Pedro to protect him at the edge of the woods, and uh, we're moving in to clear the buildings. Normally, I'd say, this looks like fun, but I'm starting to think it may, we not, may not make it back. All right. <clears throat> so here we are. I'm going to once again share the map with you because I made a realization. When you look at the map here, of course, you guys have been following the pipeline most of the way. That pipeline you see comes in from the right side. That's actually the south. I was initially assuming top is a north kind of um, orientation, but I was mistaken. So you are coming from the south. So the south gate is the one on the right side of the map there. And that would be the gate you'd be approaching unless you want to walk all the way around the, uh, the outpost itself. So I apologize for the confusion of describing that towards the end of the last episode, but there you go. Now, that said, we have uh, Isaac and Walter. Don't forget you're both suffering from one level of exhaustion for not getting much sleep the night before. So that will translate to a uh, penalty die on all skill checks, okay, including combat, etc. So we have Walter, Bjorn, and Isaac currently approaching the gate while Harry uh, on pay to and poor William, or Bill, if you wish, uh, hanging back, waiting for you guys to uh, declare it safe. So who's taking point? Do we have this map in character? Um, I would assume, given your, your mission, that you would have maps. You would have had maps with you of the uh, facility, including the upstairs and underground levels. Um, so those of you who graduate packs, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't have that map available to you unless you have a particular reason why you think your character would have lost his or not had it with him. But So I think yes. In fact, let me see if I can do that again. If I share that one more time, tell me, uh, where is it now? 
Um, here. Sorry. If I do this, does that change on your view? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay, so that's the underground level it shows. There is access to the underground from pretty much every building. And then the upper floors as well. And of course, you know, you see the, the letter number sorry, the letters and numbers on the buildings. So two, three, four, and five have upper floors. That would be the personnel quarters, the pump building, supply building, and the offices all have upper floors. The garage just has a helipad on top of it. Um, the lower floors are probably maybe the, the hardest to uh, discern what they connect with. It's on the map, and I will send that through to the group chat can, now so can, you have those. Can you make your the, the screen that's holding the map wider? Yeah, now I can read it. Yeah. Oh, I apologize. I didn't realize that makes a difference. Yeah. I'm uh, not used to screen sharing on Zoom. Yeah, okay. there you go. I just got to figure out what to do with this weird Zoom thing when it does it. Okay, cool. So yeah, so there you go. So ground level, underground, and upper floors. Now, okay. Ian, when they go to clear, as they move into clear, is there some high ground that I can bring Harold and Cupcake to where I, so I can have my rifle out and kind of cover them from a distance? Uh, absolutely, because as you first got sight of the outpost, you were kind of coming out of the woods and up over a rise okay. and kind of looking out at the uh, the outpost kind of laid out before you in a bit of a, I don't want to say a valley because you weren't really on a mountain, you were more of a, a, a hill, but you know what I mean, on a lower level, yeah. you, of course. Um, so yes, definitely can. You can definitely watch them through your scope, you know, at least until they go inside any buildings. Right, right. So and I'll if something down. comes running from across the... Uh, right, exactly. The so I'll take position and actually lay down so I can have a nice steady shot in case anything jumps out at them. Sure. Also, let me drop those uh, maps. I'll drop the uh, the ground floor map again, too, just in case anybody didn't get it last time. All those are coming through the uh, Facebook group chat now to you if you want to have them saved and look yeah. at them in your own resolution. Thank okay. Uh, no problem. So the hill overlooks the south gate? Yes. Okay, perfect. How long are we going to have to wait? Uh, we're going to get a, a building or two cleared that, so we can get you guys in it now the cold there, Harry. We'll clear the kitchen part so that we can get in the kitchen. Yeah, we'll get right on it. Hey, Fink, remember that big cut in the bear? Something did it to the bear, and it might be in there. Don't Do you think the bear attacked these people and then went running in our direction? Something attacked the bear. That's what I'm worried about. Well, maybe the the people in the camp over here fought back and shot it or something. I kind of just, like, he could talk and I'm just staying on aim. I'm not even listening at this point. Whatever. Let's clear this building. Oh. Yeah. Which building do you want to clear first? All right, the closest building now. to the gate. Mm -hmm. um, who's in charge here? Bjorn is. Well, we can, just, we can discuss I, <clears throat> what is the closest building to the gate. Like, there's two, there's like two the things... Yeah, there, well, there are two things by the south gate that look like cargo containers. Is that what they are? Those are the gates, the actual doors of the gate. Oh, Just I to see. represent okay. that the gate's been, yeah. That's Just to represent that the gate's been ripped off the hinges and is now open. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. Well. So the closest um, building would probably be the offices, I think, right? Number five is uh, offices or the garage um, 
which is to the left of the, as you walk in the gate, but the office is a little bit closer. And as um, I believe I had, had mentioned previously, but I will reiterate, um, let's see. So the maintenance shack, building one, um, has one of the doors um, ajar and bent slightly. And there is another building with a, um, a door that's open. Just trying to recall which specific building uh, I had originally marked this, but since I've gone through and made other notes. Uh, yes, there's an open door on the pump building as well. Um, which building is the pump building? Number three. Yeah. It's right. the one with all the cans next to it. Yeah. Is that right? I said I say we hit that office building first. It's the smallest. We'll be able to clean, clear it out the quickest. And then uh, that makes sense. They'll press on from there. Uh, now we're not doing in-depth investigation here. We're just looking no. for critters. Right. Yep. I say hit the garage. It's big. It's got to be mostly empty. Clear that and then move counterclockwise. Either way. The kitchen. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so let's move. Tripod formation, one person, then the next. Yeah. You think we're going to find anyone alive in here? If we find anything moving, I, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> well, we should be a little careful in case it's some of the Exxon staff. All right. All right, let's move into office building. Which one did we decide? Office building? Garage. Let's hit the garage. Garage. Yep. All right, let's hit the garage. Building six. That's in the okay. wrong direction. I don't think they're paying any attention to you, Harry. On Pato. So as you approach the uh, garage, this building has three large roll-up garage doors that face the main compound uh, with a heliport on the roof that overhangs the front and back of the structure. The garage on the far right has a standard size door built into it so that the large ones don't have to be open in order for personnel to access. Near the north side of the building are a set of four tall cylindrical tanks labeled as containing diesel fuel. There's a fuel pump mounted on the wall near the tanks for fueling vehicles with a pipe going up the side of the building to a pump on the heliport. The, um, yeah. So approaching, um, of course, from the side you're approaching, the, the diesel tanks are on the other side of the garage, I suppose. So mm -hmm. do you want to um, go to the main access door, the personal access door, or do you want to just try to open one of these garage doors? Let's go with the personal access door. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Seems to make the most sense. Indeed. All right. So uh, the door is unlocked. And uh, as soon as you open the door, you get a, a strong smell of oil and diesel fuel. Who's on point of this tripod formation? I assume that's like a one in front and two behind flanking, yeah? Well, they move. So whoever's in the back will then run to the front, whoever's to the side then runs to the right. Oh, I yep. see, okay. So yeah, at any okay. point, it's one of us. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be the one that opened the door. And so you, does it smell like uh, overwhelming or is it like, I mean, I, I'd worked in garages and stuff. Is it more of like a, just that? It doesn't smell like a leak or anything. Okay. Of that sort. No, All right. Typical. Is it dark? Um, 
it's uh, it is not dark actually. The lights are on inside. Hmm. So stepping inside, you will see two snow cats. Good. Uh, one of which looks to be in the process of being repaired. The other seems, uh, at a casual glance, at least to be operational. It's not, you know, opened up and taken apart, missing pieces. Near the back wall, you see a roughly three-foot square wooden crate. Uh, it has the word fragile stenciled on the side in red. Fragile. On, mm, on the right-hand side of the garage is a maintenance area with uh, mechanics tools and a settling torch and a steel shelf with boxes of spare parts. There's a flight of stairs on the left-hand side of the garage that has a sign indicating they lead up to the heliport on the roof. Okay. Uh, quick scan through, see if I'm uh, seeing if there's any movement. Of course, checking in the corners and everything before sure. I signal give, these guys. Give me, a, give me a spot hidden. Okay. In case anybody doesn't know what a snowcat is, I'll share that there for you. That's a snowcat. Nice. Like in the shining. Uh, regular, exactly. regular success on uh, spot hidden. Regular success on spot hidden. Okay, so yeah, you, you kind of glance around and you, you know, I suppose you use your ears as much as your eyes, but you don't get any signs of any kind of movement. Um, it seems dead quiet, if you'll pardon the pun. Right, I give them the uh, clear and I uh, step, on, step on in. I'm looking to uh, keep an eye on the uh, stairwell because that's one place I haven't been able to, if something's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The stairs just have the sign say, you know, point up and says heliport, you know. All right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you don't hear any sounds. Um, okay. Do you want to make your way towards those stairs or yep. do you want to? Yep. Uh, yeah, I kind of gave them the little, hey, come on, come on signal. And then I head up, head toward the stairs, but I'm just going to kind of glance up the stairwell, not, not actually start ascending. Um, yeah, it's uh, looking at the stairs. They don't seem, um, there's nothing strange or suspicious about them whatsoever. Um, and it, again, it's still quite quiet. Um, <clears throat> the stairs lead up to a, a door leading out onto the roof. Okay. And we could see the roof from that hill, right? So we already saw all the roof was clear. You did, yes. Yeah. All right. Good. <clears throat> Do you want to go up there anyway and open it up and step out onto the roof? Wave at Harry and Ampetu or just leave it? Just leave it. Okay. The garage, anyway, looking around on a quick, just kind of glance around, looks to have all the tools that would be necessary for maintaining vehicles uh, here in the facility. Um, there's quite a selection of parts, um, the, the type of parts that typically wear out um, and need to be replaced or whatever. Um, lots of tools. Mm -hmm. You being a mechanical engineer, I suppose, uh, tools and materials around here, you could probably fabricate a few parts as needed as well if, if, if you really needed to. But. I didn't realize there were tunnels that connected these buildings. It's going to make mm -hmm. things hairy. Or easier. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do I see a uh, entrance to a tunnel in the garage? Um, yeah, yeah, according to the map, it's over there in Icicle Point. Yeah, I just got to pull it up here so I can actually see it. <laughs> there is, um, God, that, really, that is really poor resolution. Mm -hmm. Probably look better in the book. There is, anyway, yes, in the, okay. would that be the northeast corner? Okay. 
All right. I'll go over and see if it's uh, to like a trap door. What? How do you access Wrong it? Wrong way. Let's see here. So looking at that, uh, here we go. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. You know what it is? And, and it's because, again, I'm going to blame the uh, resolution on the kind of handout version of the map I've made there. It's actually a maintenance lift. It's not a, it's not a trap door or anything of that sort. There's a maintenance lift that goes down from the uh, garage into the underground level. Got it. Okay. And the maintenance lift uh, is functioning. Okay. It is working. So do you want to... Uh, is it at my level or is it lowered down? Um, it's at your level. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, that's good. I'm going to come out and uh, let them know and go, hey, you want to wave those other guys in to get out of the cold? Or you think no, keep next building. Let's go to the office. I mean, also from studying your maps, you'd know that that would lead down to the machine shop. Okay. The underground level. Okay. All right. Go to the next building. Yep. Okay. Uh, yep. Let's see here. So which way are you going? Clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, let's turn this way. That's going anti-clockwise. So going to 5A. Going to the offices. Okay. Cool. Ken, did you see that my makes note? sense. Sorry? What? Or did you send me a text? Yeah. Sorry. No, no, I did not. Um... Ah, okay. So while they're inside the garage then, Harry, you're going to just kind of walk off? Or is there, as they're coming out of the garage, I'm, I'm halfway walking towards the personnel building. Okay. Um, Paige, you might notice you walking off. He uh, does. Well, maybe he not, did. though, if he's looking up. He did. Okay. <laughs> no, I saw so Paige, him, but I figured if he's going to walk down, then maybe he'll draw something out, and I'll take a shot at it. Gotcha. Using him as bait, kind of. Okay. So um, I'm going to say, unless you guys really – no, I don't think you guys would even notice him walking down because you're not paying attention outside of the uh, the compound. So you guys move on to 5A. So as you're walking towards the uh, the gate, Harry, you'll see them come out of the garage and start walking towards the office building. Do we see him? Why wouldn't we see him? No, give me a spot hidden roll then you find because he's outside of the fence. I did. I figured you're focusing on the compound itself. Focus on anything that moves. Nope. Isaac's gonna shoot you. All right. <laughs> no, Isaac doesn't see anything. He's too tired. No. All right. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And I don't care if I see them or not. I'm just going to walk. Yep. So the office building um, is one of the more attractive buildings in the complex. It's a two-story structure with a sign identifying as the main, station's main office. There are two doors at opposite ends of the northern wall. Um, the right one has a small square window about face height, uh, though the glass is broken. And looking at this map again, office building. There's the north wall. The right one would be the one you're approaching. Okay. So it has the, the glass broken out of the window. So I'm, I'm just going to go up to it. Is there like steps going up to the door? Or? Are you walking up to the office as well? This is them approaching the office. They're going to get there before you get to Oh, the, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. They're going to the personnel. I'm, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're a little bit ahead of you. I'm going to building two. I know you are. Okay. Don't worry. We'll get you there shortly. Sorry. But they'll get to the offices first. So um, yeah, the glass is broken about face height, that small square window, but if you check the door, it, uh, it is not locked. This isn't the door um, that was part ripped off. You said some of the doors in the buildings have been bent or something. Yeah, I'm looking from our vantage. 
because from the vantage point we were at, I'm wondering what. That was uh, there. There was a bent door on the um, the pump building, the pump okay. station building. Okay. And the other open door, I think, was on the maintenance shack. Okay. 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 So you're going in. I'll take point on this one. All right. Okay, so this is the public entrance and it leads right into the facility's main office. And uh, let me zoom in on my map again here so I can see it independently. Okay, so they're going into 5A on our maps, which is uh, once a tastefully appointed office, the room now looks as if it's been hit by a tornado. The two heavy wooden desks have been overturned as if thrown aside. The drawers and their contents are strewn across the floor, along with those from the steel filing cabinets, which have been smashed and dented. A leather sofa is broken and ripped against the wall. The wooden panel behind it cracked and splintered. On the sofa is what at first appears to be a pile of bloody rags. But after a moment, you can see that it's the horribly broken body of a man. His arm is twisted crazily behind his head, and his right knee is bent the wrong way. A small automatic handgun with a slider locked back is on the floor near the corpse. The formerly blue carpet is now a dark, splotchy purple where it has been saturated with blood. A single door leads uh, from this room uh, to uh, basically to the coat room. Uh, and there's a staircase which leads up to the manager's office according to the sign. I'd like sanity checks, first of all, as you can come in and see this, this scene, this uh, torn up office, this uh, horribly bent and torn apart body i did not make that i missed it by six does this have a penalty die as well um no sanity is not a skill you lose four points of sanity bjorn wow i'm good i saw stuff like this in the war you lose none isaac you're starting to get kind of acclimated to all this horrible gore and violence walter when I heard uh, bjorn probably a gasp or whatever i would have responded and come in and came in there and I passed. Okay, you also don't lose any sanity from it. Fuck. I walked in all excited. Look, free pistol. Ah! <laughs> yeah, unlike many of the other bodies that you've seen so far that look like they could have possibly been wild animal attacks, Bjorn, and maybe this is where the sanity blast comes and hits you. This one looks as if it was twisted and broken with a cruel purpose. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. Anybody looks, the, uh, the handgun on the floor looks to be a 38 automatic. Mm -hmm. uh, but the uh, slides lock back like it's empty. Yeah, yeah, you want to ex examine the pistol? Yeah. Secure the no, weapon. No, no, no. We're looking for moving things. Nothing's moving. Well, I mean, give me spot hidden checks anyway. But yeah. No. I passed by. Pass. Eight. Pass by eight. So in your case, Walter, you don't see anything moving. Uh, in your case, Bjorn, you see for sure that nothing is moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then I will pick up the gun. Uh, it is indeed fully expended. Mm -hmm. Going to. Uh, sir, did you say there was a desk in here? There's a couple of desks overturned. Yep, there's paperwork strewn all over. The uh, steel filing cabinets are all okay. uh, ripped open and bent, dented up. There's lots of paperwork lying around. Right. Um, give me, give me a spot hidden check. Looking for another clip. Again. You guys can, if you, if you, you guys all can make spot hidden checks. I suppose a, a separate one, just 
looking around now. Fail. Okay. This penalty die is kicking my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, just thinking, once everybody's settled, assuming we have no more incidents, I might want to come back here and take a look at some of this paperwork and something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See yeah. What the, what's totally really right. going on. Yeah. In my opinion, I bet that Harold knows what's going on. I think we ought to go cut his nuts off and get him to tell us what, what the hell his company knew. We might just have to say boo a few times. Well, that's not as fun, but okay. <laughs> um, did nobody pass it, the, the spot hidden roll now? No. Nope. A ticket? Okay, cool. Great. By the way, I saw somebody typed in chat, you couldn't find 3D. 3D is on the upper floor, so that's why you don't see it. Okay. Okay. So is um, this the only room that we can access here? Oh, there's stairs going up. There's, going there's up. stairs going up, and there's a door leading into um, oh, there is to the, the, the other room, the coat room, room which is the other, the other entrance where the other door comes into. I assume you want to clear it all, yeah? Yeah. Um, yes. So the coat room is just that, sort of the, uh, you know, where you come in, take off your boots, take off your coat, et cetera. Uh, there's another door leading from that into the restroom, the office restroom. Um, typical of restrooms throughout the facility, it is tiled white with stainless steel fixtures. A small shelf contains basic supplies like spare rolls, toilet paper, cleaners, sponges, and a plunger. Um, there really isn't much uh, of use here unless you need the use of a functional restroom or some cleaning supplies. There is a lilac air freshener on the counter next to the sink. Nice. Okay. Go upstairs to the main office. Yep. Isaac, you want lead on the upstairs? Sure. Okay. So Isaac, as you walk up the stairs into the uh, 5C, which is on the upper floor as part of the map that I sent you. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Anything moving? Uh, give me spot hidden roll. No. What yeah, is your spot hidden skill? No. Okay. Cool. You didn't. You didn't botch the roll anyway. So no. Okay, nothing moving. Um, however, uh, there is there are things of note. The office is sparse but nicely decorated. There's a tasteful photograph of a warm sandy beach hanging above the manager's desk. A small table on the back wall, which has a collection of decorative seashells on display. Uh, there's a photograph of a pretty middle-aged woman holding a young girl in her lap on the desk. The large oak desk itself is clean and organized with a pencil holder empty document trays, computer monitor, and a keyboard. <clears throat> the wire is passing through a hole in the desktop. <clears throat> Pardon me. In the high back leather office chair behind the desk is the body of a well-dressed man in a casual dress shirt. His head is flipped back with his mouth wide open. The dark spatter on the wall behind him looks like a bloody halo. Wait, I missed hmm. that. Is there a corpse sitting behind the desk? Yeah, the corpse is in the chair. Nice uh, casual dress shirt, head popped back, mouth wide open, a halo of blood splatter behind him on the wall. Feel like he's been shot. Or he shot himself. Or, no. Mm. Yep. A simple search of the area. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find a small reviver on the floor next to him. It, would look, it looks indeed like he's taken his own life. There's also a folded sheet of paper in his shirt pocket <clears throat> sticking out mm. slightly. Let's read that. We can I'll come pick. back for all of this stuff once we make sure there's no yeah. big I'm gonna, stuff I'm going to grab the gun, though. 
I'll grab the pistol. pistol is a 375 Colt Magnum, and uh, it's only missing one shot. It has five left. This well, place grab is the free of full pistols. Yeah. All right. Two for two so far. Connecting hallway here. I'm going to dart through it and see what's in the top of uh, building four. Um, connecting hallway from oh yeah, well, upper floors. Hold on. Uh, technology. Uh, oh, you said get course. the note. I thought you meant you sent me a message and I'm searching everywhere. Oh, yeah. There is a connecting hall over to uh, 4B, isn't there? Cool. You you grabbed the note, but you're not reading it right now. Is that what you said or no? Yeah. I grabbed I grabbed it. Yes, yes. I haven't okay. looked at it yet, though. You, you've, you just remember you have a suicide note in your possession. <laughs> mm. um, so Isaac starts making his way across the connecting hallway over to the upper floor of... Uh, building number four, which is 4B. And then I'll get over to Harry, who would be entering the uh, the personnel building around this time. But first, I'll tell you what you find in 4B. Uh, 4B is the data storage room. The dull hum of electricity can be heard. Um, the heat from the servers keeps it very uh, somewhat warmer in here. Both long walls are lined with gray steel cabinets. <clears throat> Clear panels with blinking lights and temperature readouts provide the only light in the room at the moment, aside from any light that you brought with yourself. I assume you've got a, a, a light mounted on your M16, Isaac, yeah? Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's really a field issue. <laughs> we didn't have lights. Did they not in the 80s? Was that another thing? I don't know. I, okay. That might have been. I don't know. Maybe not. Just seems intuitive to me, but. But there are no big critters in here. Isaac's intent on big critters. Give me, give me that uh, spot hidden roll. It's very dark in here. You only have the lights coming from the servers themselves, Man, the temperature can't, readouts. Can't see nothing. You didn't botch anything though. Yeah, nope. there's no movement. What do you guys think? I think we should just keep moving. I mean, we can do yep. uh, fine. Fine tooth comb search later. Just, all right. Make, here make note of the out. places to come back to. Yeah, there's there's stairs in here. Right. Get stairs down to 4A. But first, before you do that, I'll get to Harry. All right. Who is entering the personnel building by himself. Yeah, I go up to the nearest door and... Yep, which would lead right to 2A there. I throw it open and I'm like, hello, is anybody in here? So... Two, building two. Uh, personnel quarters. This is a two-story structure. Uh, clearly the living quarters for personnel that work at the pumping station. Uh, both floors have a few small windows to let in what little natural light is available at this time of year. On the roof as you're approaching it, you notice there is a satellite dish and a series of uh, small skylights. Okay. The windows rolling steel storm shutters are in place over all the windows so you cannot see in through them at all as you approach. Um, the latches on the door as you approach it are broken as if it had been locked and forced open. Okay. Um, the door that you approach, this first door, also has a dozen or so small circular dents that are indicative of bullets, hit, bullet hits fired by a handgun from the inside. Okay. But it's a steel door? Um, yes. Yeah. All right. I don't pay that much attention to it. You don't know much about guns. There's not really much I can tell you about the the, the, the bullet yeah. wounds, if you will, to the door. But um, 
the general details of this building. The uh, interior has a very modern look with pale light paneled walls, stainless steel fixtures and solid wooden doors inside, of course. Um, with the exception of the kitchen restrooms, of course, which would be tiled, but the rest of it, the floors are covered with a carpet of brown rubber mesh. It's very soft to walk on, but quickly sheds moisture. Right. Keeps you okay. from slipping. Mm. Right. Now, this room, carpeted with beige industrial carpet, is set up as a simple living room with two sofas and two recliners. A TV and VCR is mounted to the wall with a bracket. It's turned on, but currently shows nothing but gray static. Mm -hmm. There's a mixed smell of something burned and a metallic odor like pennies. Okay. I, I, I point at the, the lounge chair and I say, I'll see you later. And uh, I'm going to head towards if, there, if I think there's a kitchen in some direction. Right. Um, I mean, would you be familiar with the, the layout? The kitchen, there's a kitchen right off of this room. To, Maybe a little. They're, they're all kind of made the mm -hmm. same. So looking at the uh, map for 2A, there is a, a hall, and there's actually several doors along the, uh, the wall there. That's on the north side of the hall, I guess, you know, the left side if you're looking down that way. Right. There are stairs leading up um, to the power room. There's also stairs which lead down to the lower levels from here. Um, and then, you know, there's a kitchen and a restroom section there as well on this floor. So the kitchen is the closest room unless you want to start going into the personal rooms. Yeah. Two yeah. Feet. No, I'm just going to go straight into the kitchen. I'm okay. looking for coffee or something. So I'm going to walk in. And as I walk open the door, I'm saying, is anybody in here? Well, as soon as the door is opened, you're hit with a smell of burned food and a wave of heat. This is the kitchen and it's in shambles. Pots and utensils are scattered everywhere and the floor is disgusting, is a disgusting greasy broth. The industrial sized refrigerator is open and its contents strewn around it. The light from the refrigerator's interior casts strange shadows about the room. A deep red glow is coming from the oven, which is clearly on. And through the window, you can see a charred object that might have once been a roast. This is clearly the source of the overwhelming burning smell, though it does at least mask the odor of rotting food that would otherwise pervade the room. Nonetheless, you are hit with a wave of nausea from the noxious vapors and sudden heat. Oh, I would like a constitution roll, please. Yeah, and I'm kind of tiptoeing over towards the kind of nine. So okay. You I'm managed to press so, the urge to vomit. I'm, I'm so annoyed. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to throw up. Um, so otherwise, it's a very modern kitchen with brushed stainless steel surfaces, granite countertops, and restaurant-quality appliances. I walk straight over to the, the oven, like going, don't want to slip in the grease or anything, but I'm going to turn the oven off. Okay. Like, yeah, damn the people. Fluorescent light housing in the ceiling is, uh, is obviously a bit damaged. The lights are dimly flickering. What a fucking mess. Give me a spot hidden roll as you look around. Pay for someone to come in here and clean this shit up. Uh, 88. I'm not looking. <laughs> it's just a fucking, it's just a mess. I'm going to, I'm going to work my way through the mess over to a cabinet and see if I can find some fucking coffee. <laughs> um, the cabinet is, um, yeah, you, you open the door of the cabinet and it, almost falls off the hinges as you do so. Um, give me a luck roll. All right. Four. What is my luck? 
Uh, nope, missed it by four points. Yeah, everything has been pulled out of here pretty much. There's, you know, if there is coffee here, it's probably somewhere in all this detritus on the floor. Jesus Christ. Well, where's the fucking phone? And the light keeps flickering. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start working around looking for a phone. Okay. Stumble around that. like a selfish little dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's no phone in the kitchen, no phone in the uh, in the room you came from. All right, so let's see. Um, uh, I come out of the kitchen. Oh, I know. I come out of the kitchen, and I kind of figure from the the doors, it looks like there's, is it a bathroom down at the end? Restrooms? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna head, head for the restrooms because I got to take a leak. Okay. Uh, the restrooms themselves. 2CND. Here we go. So the restroom is simple and functional, tiled white throughout. Fixtures that would be at home in any public toilet. Um, a doorway to the left opens up into a shower area. Um, however, the lights are out. Um, though they, you know, cursory look, they don't seem to be damaged. Do you have any kind of flashlight or anything with you? Here? I don't. You want to flip the switch on the wall? Yeah, I'm flipping it up and down to see if I can. The lights do not turn on. Oh, shit. Seem to, to not, not be working. This is just a fucking nightmare. Um, I know no coffee. Lights are out in the toilet. What a dump! I'm gonna. I'm just gonna walk back into the front room and sit on the lounge chair. Okay. Stare at the static on the TV VCR. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll go uh, try to flip the channels first, and if I don't oh. get anything, then I'm just gonna turn it off and sit in the chair. Um, the channels are all dead air. The VCR right. is on, but not currently playing. It's currently stopped. Okay. I, I think I'm just going to sit in the chair. Maybe okay. I'll sit in the chair and I'll pull out the, the videotape player or the video recorder that I have. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll go through it more thoroughly. I'll start from the beginning. I'm really looking to something, for something that I can blame on someone. Do you want to try to put the tape in the VCR and watch it on this, the big TV mm-hmm. instead of... Instead of through the little eye. Means I have to get up again. Fuck. Hmm. All right, I'll I'll go do it. Press eject on the VCR and uh, pop out the copy of Escape from New York. Oh, that's you, a good movie. Okay. Yeah, and you awesome. pop in uh, Williams' uh, camcorder video that you found from the uh, camp, and start kind of watching through that. And it it, it looks much a... better on the big screen. Yeah. Oh. Let's see what you can see much better. Fucking hippies are up to. We'll come back to that in a bit while we go to the other guys who now we're going downstairs from um, the data storage room into the bulk storage room for a ground floor of the, uh, of the supply building. Um, so the ground floor of the building is one large room lined with shelves. Um, lights 
are working in this room. So you can see the interior of the building itself is pretty utilitarian, sparse, well insulated though. Uh, the bottom floor is smooth concrete. The upstairs floor, you might have noticed, is covered with that same carpet of brown rubber mesh that kind of helps to absorb the moisture out of your shoes and everything. Um, thanks to the external wall insulation, the temperature in this uh, building is uh, right around 65 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, you'll also notice wall-mounted CO2 fire extinguishers scattered throughout. Um, and a cabinet on the ground floor, which contains uh, firefighter gear. Hmm. On the, uh, the ground floor room, the bulk storage room, there are larger boxes and crates uh, stacked near the large garage door. Um, a pallet jack truck sits near those. In the middle of the room, one wooden crate looks as if it's been hastily pried open and its contents removed. On the far wall, there is a set of stairs that go, well, that's, sorry, that's where you are. If you come in through the door, it would be the far wall, but there's uh, obviously the set of stairs going up to the data storage, which are currently coming down. Um, there's another set of stairs beneath this um, that seems to descend down to the underground level. The sign next to the descending stairs lists cellar, engineering, water recovery, and machine shop. Okay. That uh, box sorry. that was emptied, sorry. No, no, I was just checking out some types on chat. I just want to see if I'm missing chats. Sorry, if there's anything in the chat that I need to see, just please like, maybe give me a nudge or something. Let me know because I don't tend to watch yep. it when I'm... <laughs> All right, go ahead. I apologize. That, that, uh, that box that's been hastily pried open, mm -hmm. I just want to take a peek in it and see if there's any, you can tell what was in it. If there's like a way well, There's a packing label on it that indicates that it contains some sort of electronic parts. Uh, do you have any knowledge in electronics? I don't think I have anything. Nope. Nothing. Okay. You, you guys know what this stuff means? Blah, blah, blah. I read it out loud. No. Isaac's an engineer. Isaac would. Um, you don't have to roll for, for this, Isaac. Just your, your knowledge of uh, uh, mechanics and electronics would tell you that... Uh, oh, did I lose it already? Um, would tell you that these uh, parts... The contents of this box were sufficient for repairing or even building a, a shortwave radio. I'll say that the radio parts. Oh, oh. Hmm. shortwave. They're no longer did, in the box. Oh, you didn't. You didn't say. Okay, well, you didn't say yeah. shortwave. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't don't they already have a radio set up here? I think. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's better to have spare parts. Who knows? People, though. Aren't there supposed to be a dozen people here? Well, I mean, we found a couple of dozen. Half a dozen. Half yeah. a dozen, yep. Yeah. Give me listen rolls while you're uh, in this room. Ooh. Ah. Regular. Regular success is sufficient. Um, you will hear the faint sound of uh, machinery coming from the descending stairway. Okay. Do we want to head down to the tunnels or hit, or finish all the, the ground buildings? That's a good question. We could peek down, see what's down below. Just it's a big it's a big empty. Well, I don't know about empty. Mm -hmm. It's a big room with tunnels running off of it. It's right here. We could go look. If you uh, if you look at your maps, you will see that uh, cellar storage is beneath your current location. You're in bulk storage at the moment. 
Solar storage is room 11 on the underground map. Sure, we're right here. Right. Go down, I go down the stairs. All right. Okay, down to the cellar. When he goes down, I'm going to step out the door and look up and wave it on pay two. Okay, give me a spot hidden rule as you do that. Okay. Uh, that's a fail. Okay. So you wave up at the, uh, the the dots that you know are your people up there on the hill. Hmm. On page, you probably watch through your scope. You see Walter step out of the uh, supply building and wave. Okay. And I, uh, go ahead. Okay. No, please go. I was just going to say, I'll get uh, tell Cupcake to walk in front of me and head down towards where they're waving. I figure they cleared it out by now. Okay. And on my Leanne field, I don't have a scope. I'm, I just trained by Oh. Eye. Ah, gotcha. Okay, cool. Good call. Okay. So you would notice Walter anyway that they start to make their way down the hill in your uh, towards the uh, towards the station. Okay. So right. I'm gonna step back in where it's warm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Isaac, you go downstairs into a cool and rather sparse room with nine cardboard boxes along one wall and eight food grade barrels along another. Uh, there is of course a set of stairs leading up to the supply building, which you're currently on. Um, and there is a doorway covered with vinyl strips um, on the, uh, I guess it would be the northern side of this, uh, of this room. Is um, it lit down here? Yes. Yes. It is lit. Anything, any bodies, any people? Any uh, in the cellar storage, you see nothing. Nope. No critters, not even a mouse. There's um, also a short side passage on the kind of western side um, that leads to a steel ladder that you would know from studying the map leads uh, that ascends up to the office building. Oh, actually, there's a sign there too that says office buildings. So, man, so you can get to almost any building through these underground tunnels. Mm-hmm. That's not good. What do you guys think? Should we stay under here? I mean, we can go into this water recovery place and then we can scoot to a, a tunnel and come up in the oh, personnel quarters. Uh, that was, uh, yep. Yeah, because we need uh, the underground. We still need to clear building three, so. So yeah, so if you want to go through the hallway with the vinyl strips, you know that that leads into the uh, what is it called the um, the engineering section. What do we what do we think? I I think I think yeah yeah I uh, I'm still kind of uh, you know I've been hanging out on the ground floor you know because of covering mm -hmm. so before I go down I'm going to take a quick peek and see where on pay two and our buddy Bill is. And me, and, you don't know that I'm in. Yeah, but yeah. As, <laughs> as you as you peek out again, you'll see on pay two. On pay two, where would you be leading Bill? Well, Bill's kind of walking in front of you. As for man, but where are you going? To the I building would, that they were in? Yeah, we'd go to wherever he was that he waved me down. So they are approaching the um, the supply building. Okay. All right. If they're, uh, I'll, I'll relay that information down to Bjorn. And you would also and, notice that Harry is not with them. Where the fuck did that guy go? 
Hey, uh, I'm paid to, and and uh, what's his nuts? Bill's coming, but the Herald's not there. Oh, crap. Where'd he wandered off to? Maybe he got eaten. Tell you, that guy knows something. Once I get in uh, earshot, I'll be like, that fool walked over, and I point towards the building that uh, Fink went into. Ah, uh, Jesus. I was hoping something would jump out and try and get him, and I'd take a shot at it, but no such luck. <laughs> Using him as bait. I like it. I like he, it. He wouldn't shut up, and then he just walked away. So I figured safer for me and Cupcake here. All right. Well, if he's in that building, he's in that building. I think we got to stick with our plan. I ain't getting my head ripped off because of him. We haven't heard any screams or anything, so. I wouldn't hear him anyways. Anybody got cuffs on them? Anybody got handcuffs or zip ties? No. No, left those with the wife. So, all right. Bill Bill looks concerned. He looks at you and says, what what do you need handcuffs for? I was going to handcuff you to the pole here until we finish clearing the rest of the building. I don't know you. What? Why why would you do that? What if another one of those things attacks? You're a self proclaimed eco terrorist, and that's a nature thing. So I'm a videographer. <laughs> I told you I don't work with those guys. I, they just paid me to come and shoot some film. Well, until we could prove that story, you know, I just don't want you walking up behind one of us and, uh, you know, trying to cut my throat. All right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll, I'm going to make an intimidate check and put him in his place to make sure. He knows not to fuck with us. Okay. You like pull out a knife or something and no, I just clip my gun like that and be like, dude, you fuck with any of us and don't don't listen to anything we say. I'm just gonna put a bullet in you. Okay. Cool. And I oh freaking six out of fifty five. Well so I was gonna give you a bonus cool. die, but I guess you don't need it. So um he kinda cowers a bit and uh soils himself. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. No, no problem. You're not gonna get any trouble from me. Just so we're clear, that's all. I won't handcuff you. Follow behind us. But remember, there's one in here with your name on it. If you, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Know your place. Whatever you say, Chief. Now I backhand them. <laughs> not, not to do damage, but like. And I just give him like knock him to the ground. Are you fucking kidding me? And I, I slap. Uh, 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 it's a term of respect, authority. Hey, oh. pay too. We've got some puppies over here. You can kick if you want. <laughs> There's one chief in my tribe, and he holds the highest respect. And hey, I, boss, I, I'm sorry. Can I call you boss? What do you want me to call you, man? Boss is fine. Boss, boss, it is. He's wiping the blood from his mouth. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh. I think he got the point on pay two. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start going down the steps to join Isaac. <laughs> chuckling, a li- the chuck- engineering. chuckling a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Isaac was probably down. oblivious to all that. So he'll just head into the, what is it? Engineering. 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 Yep. yep. Okay, so this room is literally the heart of the station. Uh, Houses the massive boiler that supplies heat and power to the entire facility. 
There's a giant electric generator which produces a constant hum and makes hearing in the room extremely difficult, um, even uh, when it's operating at only 50% capacity as it is right now. Uh, against the far wall is the bulk of the pump machinery that drives the main turbine for the oil pipeline above. Uh, it is currently not operating. So the noise isn't as bad as it could be. You know if that thing was functioning, uh, you would need to wear ear protection or you'd be um, possibly facing permanent ear hearing damage. Um, is it there not is also, sorry, a, uh, let me see here. There's a tall cylindrical fuel tank, about two thirds empty, designed to siphon off a portion of the oil, uh, which would be pumped through the pipeline to replenish itself. Um, anyone familiar with the system, you being an engineer, you'd be familiar with this kind of stuff, um, especially working for Exxon currently. Um, you would be able to do that at uh, current operating levels, uh, the, the machinery itself, as far as you know, running energy power and, and heat and stuff for the, the compound uh, can run for uh, about probably about two more months. You also would know that you'd be able to control the heat and power anywhere in the station from this room. Um, so yeah, if you wanted to reroute power to any room or building, uh, et cetera, you, should be able, you would be able to do so, Isaac. Are the turbines not running because they're not turned on or because they've been damaged? Um, yeah, it's, it's not turned on. You might recall that the um, communication was lost the day before the pipeline was meant to go online. Right, right. So, so this all looks normal. You can assume that it just has not gone online yet. I, I say to the others, this looks normal. And Shout to the others over the sound of the machinery. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing here. There's no people. No, no movement. No people. I'll go through the room to that little short hallway. And then, um, boy, and then I don't know where to go. Right. So if you go into that next hallway, there yeah, are basically kind of two, three different directions you can go. You can turn left and go towards the, um, what was that called? The uh, machine shop, which is underneath the garage. Straight ahead would be the stairs leading up to the personnel building. Or you kind of zig right and then left again. Um, and over there, you'd have the uh, wastewater recovery area. And at the end of the hall, there is a ladder leading up to the maintenance shack. We'll clear the underground quick. I'll, I'll go to the water recovery room. Okay. Uh, while he's doing that, uh, since there's four of us, well, five mm. if you count, Bill. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to start heading down what, the machine shop underneath the, the machine garage. Shop. Yep. going to start headed that way. Okay. We'll do wastewater recovery first. Bjorn? Uh, on pay two, do you guys go with either one of them or do you split up one one with each or? I'll go to machine shop because it's a pretty big room. So you go Might with Walter towards the machine shop. What about you on pay two? If some, somebody, who's by himself? Isaac. Isaac. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll back up Isaac. And William goes right behind you. <laughs> okay, so Isaac, as you walk into the wastewater recovery, this room clearly houses machinery that recycles the station's wastewater and biological waste. 
Uh, there are several large tanks and cylinders which take up a large portion of the room. Dozens of pipes gathering at a large central tank in the back of the room. Various gauges and valves are scattered throughout the machinery and a steel tool cabinet and workbench takes up the far left corner. At a glance, everything here seems to be in order. The system is designed to process both gray water, which would be your sinks and showers, and black water, which would be the toilets, uh, store that recovered water, and then reuse it. The process is extraordinarily efficient. Um, and what is your uh, mechanical engineering at? 75. Yeah, no rule necessary. I'll just tell you. You know that this system was originally designed by NASA um, for the potential of use for uh, extended periods of life in space. But again, no people, nothing big. No, nope. It's, it's dead quiet once again. Well, I mean, you still hear all the noise from the engineering. Right, but. Mm -hmm. You might hear uh, William's teeth chattering a little bit. I'll just say to MP2 that the room's clear. Copy that. Okay. And for Walter and Bjorn, going into the machine shop, this room contains a fully stocked machine shop, including welding equipment, an anvil, industrial lathe, and racks of raw metal for fabrication. Against one wall is a self-contained cargo elevator, which uh, allows for moving large parts of supplies between the machine shop and the garage above. So it has a label on it which says capacity of 6,000 pounds. Or I guess since it's Canada, it might say 2,722 kilograms. Um, it looks to be in order um, and uh, ready for use. Like fabricate tools, parts, etc. Uh, if somebody has the right training and time. No movement, no signs of anybody here. No bodies. No Build a helicopter tools. and get out of here. Yeah. Oh, Bjorn. Uh, I, that I'm might take a bit of time. <laughs> I'm starting to think we're not going to find anyone. I think after we clear these other buildings, we get that snowcat and we head toward the nearest town. So uh, I plan to see my son again, not die out in this shithole. Sounds like a plan. All right, let's go meet up the other guys. Okay. I think we'll just hang out in that short little hallway to the stairs that go up to building two. We'll just wait there for Bjorn and Walter. Sure. Yeah, you guys will meet right back there in the kind of junction. Yep, and then we'll go up. And take the stairs up to the uh, personnel building, building two. Uh, which is going to conveniently take you right into the room uh, where Harry is currently sitting and watching, uh, flipping the remote with the uh, VCR player. While, um, before they do that, Harry, I want you to give me, where is it here? Right, reviewing the footage. There's some information about that here somewhere. I know there is. Uh, oh, it's on the previous page, apologies. Yeah, there it is. Uh, give me a spot hidden check just while you're kind of flipping through the footage and like kind of, you see in the faces of all these Earth First guys. Um, that is a 16, what was it? You said spot hidden. Mm-hmm. Is that a heart, where is it? No, it's just a regular. A regular I'm, success? I'm, I'm not a person who sees much. <laughs> okay. Would you uh, want to spend luck to make it a hard success? Or no, does it not mean, is it not that important to you? I just have to spend four. I'll spend four because I'm trying to find something I can use against. I got to spend mm -hmm. this whole thing to a story. 
So as you flip through, you're looking at a bit where, you know, it's kind of, it's getting dark and that, you know, like four of the guys are standing there with their arms around each other, you know, over their shoulders, you know, kind of linked up side by side and like singing some, uh, kumbaya. Sing, singing, well, it's not kumbaya. <laughs> it's some it's environmental, dance. some environmental radical, you know, kind of thing. It's almost like a protest song, you know? Um, and you notice a movement behind them. And you kind of flip it back, look at it again, get a little bit closer, maybe sit forward to get a look. You see a tall, hairy, white figure move through the trees in the distance. Details are hard to make out because it's kind of shaky. But yeah, definitely looked like a tall, very tall, very hairy, white, bipedal figure. Not wearing any clothes, unless maybe it's not hair. Maybe it's just wearing a massive fur coat. But holy shit! And that'd be about the right time for uh, Isaac to come walking up the stairs into the room. Where the fuck did you come from? What the fuck are you doing here? I'm watching a video. What the hell do you think I'm doing? Come here. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Watch this. Okay. Look, look see that the the the, the, third, that? the third tree? Yeah, right there. Watch. I go back and forth. Back and forth. Is that the best watch? Uh, I'm leaning in over Isaac's shoulder too at this now. Oh hey, I'll pay too. Hey. Um, I think we got a picture of Sasquatch. We could make millions. What happens if you Unfortunately, it is pretty forward. shaky and grainy. But what is, is is William with you? Yeah. Yeah, he's there. Uh, you're a shitty videographer. Why didn't you get look at you got a picture of Sasquatch? What? What what does it look like to me? Uh, he he looks at he he blanches. It's uh, like Cruella and, de Vil in a big old hairy coat. He uh, he kind of takes a couple steps back and he collapses into uh, like a sofa or a lounge chair, whatever it is there. I wonder if there's any more. I'm going to go forward a little bit. Uh, uh, I guess I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm going to be famous. Yeah, you keep looking forward. It's just more of them talking. Um so and actually, it, that's pretty close to the end of the tape. Um, you know, there's the last kind of bit of footage of them sitting around the, the campfire talking about their plans to handcuff themselves to the pumping station and, and uh, kind of basically a, a forced hunger strike or whatever to try to force Exxon to uh, not start the uh, how much, not start the pumping, et cetera. How much do they pay you to do this videography? Because it is boring as fuck. Not enough. Not for this fucking weather. What does the creature in the video, what is it doing? Is it watching the people that are talking? Is you it just get a glimpse of it moving between trees in the background from okay. right to left. Oh, okay. Isaac, it's called photobombing. <laughs> what color? <laughs> what photobombing. Color? White. 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 I mean, it and all blends in except that. Does it look nine feet? Well, that tree over there. Um, that tree. Actually, yeah, you're gonna try to try to guesstimate. Let's see here. Um, 
mean, you're a mechanical engineer and stuff too. You're pretty good with mathematics and all that. Is there any uh, buildings or any anything that could put it to scale? You're thinking it's probably closer to 12 foot. <sighs> we are so fucked. Right. That's that's what's been throwing boulders at us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh come on. Uh, and you know what? That one could be of the things. That could one be of one the of the things that's throwing boulders. That could be one of these guys in a costume. What 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 were you, what, what was the company doing up here, Harold? Pumping oil. You weren't getting any reports from anyone about something weird happening up here. I don't get reports. Why would I get reports? Let's not get distracted. We've still got buildings to clear. Oh yeah. All all I do is come up with what we tell the public. I'm looking I don't at really, windows. Honestly, I don't even care what the facts are. I just care what yeah. the facts, what the, everything looks like. Ian, roughly, what was the weight of those boulders that were tossed at the tent? A few hundred pounds. So, and I say, Harold, um, one of them in a costume can't throw a couple hundred pound boulder hundreds of feet. Look, I don't know. You heard the boulder whistle. The, the problem is, is it's not a perfectly clear picture. And I honestly, if it was a perfectly clear picture, then people would say that it was fake. So I'm not sure what this means or if we can use it, but... Bill says, wait, wait. So those things are still out there. You've seen them too? You've seen them? That, I thought it was a bear or something, but that must be what, what, what killed my friends. Well, my whatever yeah oh, employers whatever yeah. on here there, get it straight there's a really big problem guys no coffee yeah yeah not that gonna... i could find the, the kitchen's a fucking mess yeah You're we got we got mess. we got to get the fuck out of here i mean no don't you guys have like uh an extraction plan or something we, we need to we need nope. to enact that right away i couldn't find a phone but i didn't really look there could be a phone in here did you find a radio anything there's there's uh there's dishes on the on the roof. There's got to be. Something. There's no phone lines here, but there is, you know, obviously a, a radio. There's shack a radio there. room. Yeah. Harold, did you go through this building? No, not really. Just the kitchen. All right. And I, quite frankly, it's a mess. Oh, by the way, if you walk in there, the the oven might still be warm. Somebody left the oven on. The fucking thing was almost red hot on the inside, so I just I turned it off. I don't want there to be a fire or anything. It's a lot of grease on the floor, but the, but the oven might still be hot. I don't want you to burn yourselves. I really don't give a fuck if you burn yourselves. <laughs> mm. All right, Isaac and Warren, let's let's finish the sweep. Harry, yeah, hang out hang out here. Put put your thumb back back up back up your ass. Oh wait, I got a question for Bill. Bill, did you guys have an extraction plan? What were you guys gonna do? Well, well maybe not you guys, your friends. Well, the the idea was we would just hang out here at the pumping station until the police came and took us away. Police? That's what they you know where we are, right? How'd you get here? Oh, well, we hiked. Holy shit! What a bunch of moms. how long did it take you All to right. hike here? It was, it was a while. I think Telegraph Creek is uh, oh, good twenty five miles or so. Twelve. All right. Well, it oh felt like God. 25. So who Bet. organized your team? Were you like a bunch of idiots or something? There are so many pumping stations you could have gone to that are way closer team? to the did, road. Did, did you look at the footage, you saw those guys. A team is, is, is a bit of a stretch. I mean, 
you're talking about a bunch of radical hippies who are pissed off at the man. I take it back. I think that it's brilliant that you'd walk 25 miles out into the woods and tie yourselves to trees because that would be the end of the problem. Nobody's going to find you out here. What's that supposed to mean? Did you have any interaction at all with the people in the station? No. We never made it to the station. We were going to be going to the station the next day. We were only, what, a couple miles away, if that? Look, and I popped, Not the, even. I popped the VCR tape out. I said, here's your, your videotape of, of Sasquatch. You might be able to convince somebody. I'm sure, sure, I'm sure that somebody will think, wow, maybe it really is. You'll, you'll be right up there with, you won't be as good as that footage of the one that they got walking along that long-armed woman in a suit whatever that 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 peterson guy the the most famous one yeah but uh guys i don't think this guy is anything at all i think he's just some dude they hired for their video it's lousy videography but holy i I walk out of the room if he spent this much time videotaping (laughs) if he spent this much time videotaping let's go do that i look at cupcake and i go cupcake you keep an eye on Fink, actually. Cupcake, I walk, have a seat, Cupcake. I walk behind Isaac. Let's see if we can find some snacks or something in the kitchen. It's a fucking mess. I'll so say where, as we leave, oh, sorry. I'll, I was going to say, I'll say as we leave, hey, remember, Harold, uh, Bill's got a whole pile of food with him. He's got all those MREs and stuff. No, we yeah, but there's, there should be decent food here. Check the bedrooms. I don't know. Maybe the guys are... I yelled. Nobody, nobody answered. Do you want to go in and start searching through the shit in the kitchen? Yeah, I'll go back in there. It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Go in and start searching through. Uh, there's also um, there's pantry Cheerios. storage too, isn't there? Yeah, maybe some yeah. Cheerios or something. Where's pantry storage here? This fucking map. The bathroom. Somebody change the light in the bathroom so that we can turn the light on. Oh, yeah, pantry storage is off the hall there. 2F. I need to take a piss. I need to take a shit. Uh, so where are you guys going, the, those of you who are continuing to sweep? I'd pay to Walter, Isaac, and Bjorn. Uh, following Isaac. Yep. First I'll floor, look. real quick. Yep, first floor. Let's just quick do the first floor. Yeah, kitchen, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you guys look at the kitchen real quick. You see, yeah, the oven is still pretty much glowing red, although it's dim, it's getting darker. But, I mean, it had been on for days. So um, the kitchen's a mess. I need you all to make constitution rules. Um, it smells even worse now that the uh, heat is dying down and you get more of the smell of the rot and, and uh, yeah. fail fail I, I'm wasting all my good, I've wasted all my good rolls on the kitchen and intimidate I got an 04 okay Bjorn how did you do <laughs> I got an 11 okay so Bjorn and Anpeche you guys kind of can turn your your you know turn your senses off to an extent to where the, 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 the smell doesn't disturb you too much. However, Isaac, you walk in and you immediately kind of retch and puke a little bit. The, the sink! The sink! Uh, Walter, chain reaction, you also puke then once Isaac pukes. Unpaid to him, Bjorn, you'll have to make another roll um, now that those guys have both vomited uh, with penalty dice. Nice, guys. The sink is right I'm there. Good. Chain passed by 50. 
I fouled by four points on with the with the penalty. On pay two, you puke a little bit. Um, oh, not too God. bad, but Bjorn Bjorn's just not bothered. No, I'd He's probably like, have to do it again. What the hell did you eat? Yeah, you'll have to do it again with a penalty die, Harold. Told you that oh. ham slice, man. Oh, Harry pukes as well. I run to the sink though. <laughs> right. And you slip in the puke. Don't no, no, no slip in the grease. <laughs> but there's nothing moving in here. Okay. Aside All from right. you guys. Yeah, fuck, that was nice. Fucking guys. You said the bathroom lights out there, Harold? Yeah. It's uh, the switch doesn't that's, do nothing. Yeah, that's the first room that's had the lights haven't worked, guys. So. So you go over to 2C, the restroom? Yeah. yeah. Again, you can see yourself. You flip the switch on and off. Lights don't come on. I do, have a, can... I do have a flashlight, though. Okay. Yep. You can look around with the flashlight. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing really of interest in here. It's just a fully functional restroom. Is the light smashed? No. Or... Nope. I think the power is just not running to this room or something. Something is wrong. Maybe at the uh... – remember, the generator was only running at 50%. All right. Yep. Well, you might not remember that. Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> remember that because he saw it and he could decipher the, the gauges. Um, the showers, which are connected. Um, also, lights are not working in there, but everything otherwise seems normal. Um, the wall opposite the shower stalls has six shallow lockers with uh, a wooden bench in the middle of the room. Um, you find nothing around here but a couple of clean bath towels in one of the lockers. Not okay. if you even search the lockers. You might need bother. I'd probably open in real quick. Mm, okay, yep. a couple of clean bath towels. That's about it. Okay. Going, I suppose, kind of continuing your counterclockwise yep. motion, go over to 2E, I think. Is that the next one? Uh, no, that's got to be 2. Yeah, it's got to be 2E. 2E, 2F, 2G, 2H. Yeah, got to be what that is. Um, 2E is the cold room. Uh, seems to be the, uh, the main entrance to the personnel quarters as well. Uh, whereas. Mm -hmm guys uh harry came in through the secondary entrance which leads right into the uh the common area so this is the main entrance to personal quarters there's several benches scattered throughout the room several sets of cold weather clothing hanging on wall hooks parkas ski pants gloves boots snowshoes uh it's just above freezing in this room um so although it's not um nearly as cold as outside it's still kind of cold in the, in the cold room of course the cold weather gear, if you look at it real quickly, Walter, being a survivalist, you'll see is rated to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Very good. There's also, uh, if you look around, you'll see there's a survival pack as well in here. Oh, uh, I go right to that. I'm looking for a radio. It's got a first aid kit, fire starter, signaling mirrors, survival knife, and a flare gun with four flares. Ooh, I could yeah. use a little taste of first aid. All right. I'll get that, that out. How you... And uh, oof. anyone uh, good with first aid? I'm a I'm a little tired here, and I'm I'm not too bad with that. Okay, yeah, I'm usually pretty good, but my eyes are getting heavy. Pretty Who's good hurt? too. Uh, Isaac was hurt. Yeah, from last time. First right, aid, give a bonus dice or no? Um, yeah, why not? All right, good. All right, I pass with the, the bonus dice. In case you get a hit point back, Isaac. You were just bruised from the throwing rocks before, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Nothing major. Got it. Right. Yep. yep. I take I take the mirror. Cool. Mm -hmm. A flare gun will come in handy. Somebody should hold on to that. Okay. 
All right. All right. Nothing else. Flare gun with four little rooms. Uh, so the other rooms. Let's see. Moving on down. I guess the next one would be two. Was it 2F? This is the pantry and storage. The door to this room is actually slightly ajar. The interior has been torn apart, leaving shredded food and packaging everywhere. There's a strong smell in the room that could be either vinegar or urine. If you look amongst the, uh, the, the food items that are, that are tossed all over the place, you'll find about a dozen large cans of food um, that could provide the cal caloric equivalent of about 10 individual meals. Uh, there's also a dozen wool blankets, a first aid kit, an advanced medical kit containing a defibrillator, surgical equipment, and ER-grade medicines that can handle a fair number of critical health emergencies with the right training. Um, those are in a locked metal case, however. Mm. It's okay. labeled clearly. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could open it in time if you were so uh, determined to do so. Yeah. Let's yeah. clear the rest of the place and then we could just pop the lock off later. Yeah. Upstairs. Okay. Um, there's another room, actually. There's still a couple more rooms here up beside the pantry. Next is uh, 2G. G hey, Isaac, I, upstairs. Isaac, I'll finish this downstairs if you want to head up. Yeah. Well, we can stick together. Let's just... Okay. Okay. So 2G is a bunk room. It is dark. Uh, there's a switch just inside the door, but it does nothing. There's a sour smell of dirty laundry drifting from the room, followed by the odors of mixed sweat and maybe blood. Mm. Clothes are scattered across the room and the bedding has been dumped on the floor. You hear a faint whimpering in the darkness. Oh, click on my uh, flashlight. Click off my safety. Go, hello. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a tall bunk bed with three levels, a small writing desk with a chair, three shallow lockers. Um, beneath the bunk, you can also see three stout foot lockers. Mm -hmm. um, give me a spot hidden check with a, a bonus die there, Walter, as you're looking around. Oh uh, well, the bonus die just cancels out your penalty die, I guess, since you're uh, yep. tired. But, uh, yeah. regular. Yeah, well, that's enough. You you notice a young man huddled behind the foot lockers under the bunks. He looks filthy. He's clearly soiled his clothes several times. Go, uh, are you hurt? Yeah, he doesn't respond. Okay. I, I, he's, uh, he's whimpering. Kind of rush over there and kind of, uh, you know, first thing what I'm looking for is does he have any weapons? I don't want to get him cl get close to him and have him freak out and slash you me. You see food wrappers, chicken bones, and dried vomit around him. Nice. You don't see a sign of any weapons. Okay. I reach out and I touch his touch him. He scurries back, even try to further back under the uh, the bunk. Hey, 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 he look, hey! He's obviously he's obviously terrified. Hey, look, look, look! It's a person, friend. We're here to get you. Get you out of here. What's your name? Harold, Harold, we got someone. Do you know this man? He doesn't say anything. Deal with him later. Let's clear the building. Get Harold in here. I know he's watching his video. Uh, you you have somebody in there? Yeah. Yeah, 2G. Yeah, the oh, hold on, hold on. Let me pause the movie. 
it's just starting. We're watching the thing. <laughs> um, what's what's up? Yeah, you go in there. You see the the young terrified man under the bunk bed, kind of scurried back into the corner. Why would I know anyone up here? Actually, you do recognize him because you recognize him from the you recognize him from the Earth First footage. He's one of the Earth First guys. Wait a second. He's one of the guys from the Earth First footage. Oh fuck, Bill, (laughs) William. Yeah, cupcake. Yeah, who is this guy? You know this guy. I don't know this guy. Why would I know this guy? He's in your video. Why wouldn't you know him if he's in your video? Oh yeah, that's uh, that's Bob. I don't know him. Yeah, that's I, Bob. I I looked over down pay too. Geez, I didn't recognize him with all the shit all over his face. Is is that actually shit? Well, yeah. I I do look so, over down pay too, and I go. Why wouldn't he know him? Is your name Bob? He's just like kind of Mer- continues whipping. He's looking at you with a terrified look on his face, but he's uh Baird face Bob. He says nothing. All right. Hmm. We try a psychology roll or something. Dude. Has anybody got a candy bar? He's wearing clothes. Yeah, they're shitty yep. clothes. Yep. Yeah, he's covered in his own like waste and vomit, but because the light in the bathroom's not working. That's of course, Gary. <laughs> That's what I do. Can I yeah. can I do a psychology roll on him? Uh, for what? I don't know to see if if I might be able to help him get out. That would be psychoanalysis. Analysis. Yeah. Psychology is more just for. Uh, yeah, I can tell he's testing. crazy. Yeah. Well, let's, right. you let's can see. you can give me a psychology role though for for Bill. All right, uh, I'll do. I got a twenty-eight out of uh, sixty, so a hard but hard pass. Bill is definitely not being straight with you. Yeah, Bill ain't Bill, or Bill he doesn't. Ain't, he he's lying. He doesn't. Know he doesn't know who guy. the fuck this is. You're pretty sure this guy's name is probably not Bob either. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of obvious. That's Do you want to drag him out of there, out from under the bunk and search him? That's what I was Shit out of him, maybe? I, I, I don't want to touch him. He's shitty. But you guys can do it. I'll reach out by the ankle. You know, they've got yeah. showers, too. He tries to, to scurry bathroom. away, but he's he's um, not very strong. You're able to manhandle him and pull him out. Yeah, Does he sick? react when he sees Bill? No. No, no, he's just panicking because he doesn't know what the hell you guys are going to do to him. But he's he's not speaking any words. He's uh, quite obviously um, <laughs> under extreme distress, probably insane. Yeah. Uh, does he have a wallet? Like He does have out. a wallet, yes. I, I pull it out and I toss it to, her, to Harold. Oh, cool. Um, I take it, but I want to ask a quick question to the GM. Is Bill Caucasian? Yes, he is. You want me to pull up the image of him again? Oh, you did. Yeah, I'm sorry. I did see. Oh, yeah, I come to think of it, yeah. I do have a picture of uh, this guy as well. I forgot to show it to you. Um, so this is uh, John Doe. This is Bill. Okay. Right. Or William, whatever you prefer to call him. Very emo. And this other guy. Now, granted, he doesn't look this good anymore. 
currently <laughs> in his current condition, but uh, this is the other guy. Bob. Okay. He looks like a Trevor. He doesn't look like a Bob mm. at all. Like he doesn't hobbit. look like a Bob. Looks like a yeah. hobbit. Um, Harold, what's what's his ID say? I I I am opening up his ID and I'm moving over towards MP2, and I go, oh look at this! Now I don't even have it open to the thing, but I lean into MP2 and I go, I don't think that's Bill. I don't think that's the guy because he's doesn't know who this is. What's it say? Daniel Baxter. It's Daniel Baxter. Some Bob. Let me take Bob. Let me take Daniel. I sort of take a hold of Daniel. See if you can get him washed up. So he realizes now that you guys aren't hurting him or anything. So right. he, he's calmed down a little bit. He's not trying to get away from you. But he's obviously panicked and still freaked out. Let's let's get you cleaned up. Uh, take him into the, the dark bath bathroom with a flashlight. Yeah, if only the bathroom light worked. Can I have the flashlight? Anybody have a spare flashlight? When you say that, I um, take my pack off and I have a two 12 packs of um, glow sticks and I hand each person two glow sticks. Oh, thank you. Just All in right. case. All right, let's go so get you be a rave, up, Danny. Hmm. Oh, when, you know. when you said you had two 12 packs, I was thinking other things. Yeah. Uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Was All right. And if I, if I go <laughs> past anyone going out the door, I'm going to look up at him and I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't give glow sticks to Cupcake, just to our group. All right. Okay. So I take Daniel to the bathroom. Okay. Take Daniel to the bathroom with a glow stick or whatever so you have a little bit of light and start getting him cleaned up. He, um, you know, he's, he's hesitant. He's nervous, but every time you touch him, he kind of flinches, but it's okay, buddy. He, he doesn't try to run away or anything because he realizes. You're not like actually hurting him. Yeah, you did no. you did take his wallet, but yeah, he does. He's got much more things to worry about than his wallet. Right we're now, we're so. here to figure out what's going on. You guys want to go to the next bunk room while he's washing yeah. up, uh, Daniel? Can we can we yeah, take a two sure. minute break first so I can replan? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Two minutes later. Back over to to the other bunk room. So it's be Isaac, Bjorn, Walter, and Anpetu, and Bill. I suppose he's still with you, right? Yeah. Hey. Okay. So this bunk room is dark, and again, the lights are not working. The room is slightly musty, but it looks uh, relatively clean. There's a small writing desk scattered with notebook pages. It looks to have been torn from a spiral notebook. Mm -hmm. Quick uh, scan through with the flashlight. You don't see any movement or any signs of anybody in here. Um, Anything on those pages? Yes, yes. Um, some of them are personal letters, um, but two pages are different. One of these, oh, and uh, the, looking at the personal letters, you can see they seem to have been written by an Anna Levesque. Uh, just a quick glance at these personal letters would indicate that uh, they were to friends and relatives and she uh, seems to be some government inspector from Vancouver sent to make final assessment to approve or delay the startup date for the pipeline. But the two different pages that you find amongst these uh, scattered notebook pages, the first one has a rough sketch depicting some sort of cave or stone structure with what appears to be an altar piled with bones. And the second page 
describes a strange shrine or temple, presumably the one in the drawing. Looking at that drawing, I don't really see piles of bones, but yeah, whatever. Hmm. If anybody wants to read the writing on that map, you may. All right, I'll read it out loud. So off to the side says, for some strange reason, it's a lot colder in the cave when it should be warmer. Dale said that he heard some kind of scratching coming from the side tunnel near the cave entrance. I told him that, that it was probably ice cracking, but I heard it myself a little while later and it sounded like something else. Then she has a uh, tunnel marked scratching. In the middle, she's written uh, fucking cold some weird paintings and on the right says ask george about dynamite in case we need to bury these fucking caves it's a bad place cheery the handwriting on this does not uh, actually match her own so you figure somebody else had made this drawing and she okay. has you know taken it or something I presume gotcha mm. okay mm. that's yeah. pretty creepy yeah. There's a lot of other stuff here. This is obviously was her room. Um, doesn't look like she shared this room with anybody. Um, if you want to, you can later on, you can take some time to, to look through her things to try to find out more about her if you wish. Um, it's up to you. I presume you don't want to do that right now. No. No, let's move there's, on. There's other, other personal papers and things of that sort. You might be able to learn more about her later. Moving on uh, back to my map. Uh, I can close this. I don't need that anymore. I close that. Don't need that anymore. Here's the one I need. Okay, so that is the last of the rooms here on the ground floor. So now you want to go upstairs? Um, before you guys, as you guys are moving around, I'm going to call out from the bathroom and say, hey, if any of you guys find uh, Daniel's room, see if you can get him some clean clothes. Rod. I don't think he has a room because he's an eco whatever guy. We can try and see if we have some oh, clothes kicking right. around that might fit him. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't thinking that through. Well, there's winter gear in that one room we we're in, but there's probably gotta be something to fit this guy. He's not, you know, super tiny, super big or anything. No, just you have to kind of find some guy's clothes. We'll, we'll yeah. Yep. Okay. So you guys are gonna go up the stairs? Isaac, you're on point. Sure. Give me a spot hidden roll. <laughs> You've done so well at these so far. No botch. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's that penalty die that's hurting you. Plus no you luck. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, who's behind? Probably Bjorn next, or Walter, or probably. Yeah, Bjorn. I'll go behind. Bjorn, you can also make a spy hidden roll since you're coming up behind him. Hold on, that did they didn't even roll. Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Jeez. Walter and Anfaji, you guys can make them as well to see if he knows as you're going up the stairs. Come on. I'll burn one point of luck to make it a regular. Okay. Yeah, there is a faint bloodied footstep on the stairs. It's kind of hard to, to make out because it it's, looks like the foot was bigger than the step itself. Mm. Um, and as you guys make your way up to the recreation room, which is the room you're going up to just above the uh, common room here, um, there's more bloodied footsteps. And then the, there's several bloodied footsteps on the uh, carpeting 
uh, the floor of the recreation room that lead back towards the uh, towards the bathroom here on this level. As soon as I notice it, I'm like, Bjorn, Bjorn, look at the floor. Step, there's bloody footprints. You are they shoe prints or they're not bare feet? They are they're large, bare feet. barefoot. So yeah, they're 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 large, barefoot. Um, if you're going to examine them, give me a track. Okay. Yeah. They're not shoe prints. They're bigger than any man's foot. By yeah. far. That'll need dice bit me. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I mean, tracking. Ah, uh, no good either. Okay. But I, they're just they're just very large, barefoot. Obviously, um, too big to be human. I'm so worse, this room the worst anyway is Canada. But but they've yeah. got a it's got an obvious heel. There's a pad. There's toes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are they going towards the back of the? They room? seem to have come from the from the restroom area down the hall from where you are now through the rec room and then down those stairs um, that you just walked up. And okay, so they were pointing the, the, out. The, the blood is getting you know kind of faded with each step. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Well, there must be a bloodbath upstairs. And this room that you've walked into is the largest room in the building, dominated by a full-sized pool table, three pinball machines, Flash Gordon, Kiss, and Sorcerer, Ooh. a simple bar, and a sofa that faces a TV VCR affixed to the wall. The only light in the room is coming from the pinball machines bathing the area in gaudy colors, and of course your own flashlights. Hmm. Balls and cues have been left on the pool table as if in the middle of a game. There are half-finished drinks, well watered down by now from the melted ice, on tables about the room, and even a half-eaten ham sandwich that doesn't look very appetizing at the moment. There's a faint hum coming from the pinball machines, but it's otherwise quiet here. Mm -hmm. There is a really um, disgusting smell coming from the back towards the restroom. Ugh. A mixture of Rot and blood. I'll poke that way because of my high constitution. I'm pretty good at this kind of thing. Yeah. Work your way back towards the restroom, which is 2J. Yeah. So the door to the restroom is bent inward and nearly wrenched off its hinges. The fluorescent light inside is flickering. There is the sickeningly sweet metallic smell coming from within. Looking in through the broken door, you can see the carnage within. Floors, wall, and ceiling painted with blood. Bits of flesh cover every surface, and a single identifiable hand is visible in the middle of the floor. It's still going to require a sanity check. Okay. <laughs> no. No? Oh. I got a okay. 79, and I'm at 45. Well, your eyes lock on that hand, anyway. Um, it looks to be very uh, feminine, mm. and you'll lose uh, three points of sanity. Okay. Looks to be a, a woman's hand, anyway. That's definitely the source of the smell. I am down to 45 from 55. Oh. Uh, 45 from 55, you're one point away from your threshold. Just 44 is when you, yep, thank you. 
What you got, Bjorn? <laughs> you don't want to look in here. Um, nope. Nope. Um, nope. Backing away. This is a little more than I expected. Yep. Not good. What is it? Blood, Blood gore, woman's hand. Yep. Not, mm. big. Not good. Nope. nope. How, how many dead? I see a hand and a bunch of gore. One? Could be. Two? I see one hand. You can look for yourself. It's I'm out of here. I'm out of that. I'm just, nope. Going back into the rec room? Yep. Backing in. Wait, wait. What about the, the bar is room. stocked. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I There's a couple a other shot. rooms. Yeah, there are a couple uh, other rooms, too. There's a clean closet. You guys closet. go ahead. I'm getting a drink. Got a game room. <laughs> 2K is the clean closet, and 2L is the game room. All right. I'll go. I'll open up the closet. I assume probably this closet. Okay. I'll cover you. Uh, it's obviously a clean closet based on the strong smell of ammonia and lemon. You see a mop, wheeled bucket, brooms, dustpans, cleaning agents, sponges, and three wet floor signs. Hmm. Never thought ammonia would be a welcome smell, but... Mm. Shut, shut that, and then... Kind of invigorating. Yeah, after everything else. All right, let's... Uh, Look at the game, game room. Game room, yeah. Okay. Yep. Game room, this room is lined with shelves, stacked with board games, uh, puzzles, game books, dice, playing cards, a Nintendo game console, eight cartridges, and so on. There's a folded ping pong table leaning against one wall and a large bin sitting in the corner with a number of items for outdoor use, including frisbees, football, soccer ball, some baseball gear, and a set of horseshoes. Mm. Two wooden baseball bats. Nice. I grab a bat and I'm going to give it to Harold when I see him. But I think he doesn't have any Bad end first. Did anybody look else look into the restroom? No, or no, I, I trusted Bjorn on that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to go walking back. and Bjorn, you, you find any good Canadian whiskey? As a matter of fact, yeah, yes. <laughs> there would have to be. Give me yeah, a shot. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Give me a shot. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in on that also. The, the, uh, the ice machine the ice machine has ice in it too no. do i hear you guys drinking upstairs come on up okay. his magical ears i see well, in the we, back room <laughs> i've got a i've got a semi-clean naked man in here and i need some clothes oh i thought you were gonna say you need liquor <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask. why ask it if we're drinking all right we've got two buildings Let's real quick wrap up the cleaning. All uh, right. Yep. I'm, I'm with you. Warmed up on the inside of this. Who's going to these remaining buildings? What buildings do you have left here? Let's see. You've got one and three. building and the maintenance shack. Yeah. I'll go. Do the maintenance shack. It's big and quick. Okay. So on pages going, Bjorn, Walter, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're back a shot. I'm ready to go. Harry, you're probably still staying here in the personnel building, I presume. I'm waiting for clothes from somebody to 
who has yeah, some no, nobody's get consideration in their hearts for this. There might be story. some in that back room there, Harry. Just just take a look. I don't want to leave him alone in here, but all right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll march him along with me. Make I'll, him whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll watch him if you want. Bill says. No. If we watch Harry no. with Bill and no, Bob. No. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say with Harry. You guys clear the other ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. Okay. I don't think I need another shot. <laughs> okay, so it's just Bjorn, Isaac, and I pay to going to the maintenance check? Sure. Okay. Sure. And where is Bill? Yeah, where is Bill? Is he still going to stay with him? Pay to? Cupcake? Yeah? Have, have him stay with... I no? got him. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing him with me. Okay. Oh, I was going to watch him. I'm paid to. Oh, you're, you're staying, right. That's what Maybe. I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Maybe I can yeah. help with Bob. I might be able to help calm him down. You, you can you can stay here with me, and we'll let's find some clothes together, Bill. Let's search this this uh this uh bunk. There's got to be some clothes in that bunk room, right? There's I know. Yeah. Lockers and yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go in there and search it. Come on. All right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So on pay two, Isaac and Bjorn, you move over to the maintenance shack. Uh, building one. Walter, you're staying in here. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, I got it. I got it, Harry. Come here for a minute. Yeah, go on. It's all, all right, right, man. I'll find these clothes. Uh, Come here, Bob. Let's find uh, something that fits you, man. No, 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 no. Bob's staying with me. Yeah, I'm just going we're just gonna grab some clothes. Whatever, I'll, be, dude. I'll be there in a second, Harry. Oh, fuck. All right, <laughs> he says rifle through, find some clothes. Yeah. All right. Look like they'll fit Bob. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's take it in there, man. Come on. <laughs> okay. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to grab a hold of Walter, yank him down to my, my mouth, and say, that guy's a fucking imposter. Do yeah. something. What do you want me to do? Blow his fucking head off? Tie him up. Right now. Use the cords from the curtains or the, 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 the what are those things called? Blinds. I don't yeah. trust that guy. I don't either. Let's get him into the TV room and then talk to him. All right. Well, he's scared of on pay too. I'm just going to keep an eye on him until sure, the until I want you to be alone with him. But anyways, I uh, <laughs> I get I get Daniel dressed as quickly as possible, and then we go in and uh, watch a nice movie like The Thing. Yeah, you had The Thing. You found the D the the DVD, the VCR or the VHS tape. Put it in. So <laughs> I'm sure that won't just traumatize Daniel more. <laughs> <laughs> While that's going on, you guys approach the maintenance shack on pay to Isaac and Bjorn. Um, this is a large Quonset type building. Steel door facing the personnel quarters is ajar and bent slightly as if having been forced from within. Close examination of this door, which is the one to you'd be approaching, I presume, closest one to you, uh, shows deep parallel scratches on the edge of the door and the jam. Whatever made the marks was very tall. I mean, it could be a bear. You also can detect the smell of gasoline once you're within a few feet of the door. Like leaking gas or like gas station yeah. type level? Or? Yeah, this is not a normal, like you, like you presume the main shack shouldn't smell like this. Guys, you smell that? Oh, 
Okay, be careful with firearms in here, guys. You know, we don't want to, like, cause an explosion. <laughs> I, I pull out my knife and holster my gun. Yeah, I'll put okay. my weapon on safe and grab my knife as well. Okay. Go in. Yeah. The inside of the building is cluttered with tools, pipes, lengths of angle iron, and other materials that seem to have been violently strewn across the smooth concrete floor. In the far corner, a pair of snowmobiles have been smashed to pieces. The smell of gasoline in the air is likely from their ruptured gas tanks. The large corrugated roll-up door on the northeastern wall is bent slightly outward. Uh, most of the tools here appear to be intended for maintenance and emergency repairs uh, for the pipeline, you would presume. Um, there are other materials that look like they'd be used uh, as, if temporary supports or braces were needed to fabricate in any kind of an emergency. Um, there's lots of debris around. If you want to search more in depth, you can. Um, oh, one thing you would notice near the snowmobiles, there's a four foot by 10 foot sled trailer, uh, which would be made, you know, probably for hauling supplies. Could be attached to one of the snowmobiles and used to haul supplies along the pipeline in case, you know, again, like I said, emergency repairs, things of that sort. The, the sled trailer itself is undamaged. Um, Isaac, uh, don't you know about this kind of stuff? Is it, shouldn't there be some kind of like sand or foam that you could throw on the the, the spilled gas? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, it'll evaporate soon enough. It's just a gas tank from those snowmobiles. I'm worried about our, our buddy. I don't think he's on the level. Bjorn? Oh, just kidding, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like Bjorn. Uh, cupcake. I'm one point from crazy, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just keep it in mind after we finish clearing. I'm thinking of shooting the guy. Yeah, you know, uh, Harold was saying we should tie him up, uh, and I'm kind of going for that, too. When we get back in, I'll knock him, you know, we could overpower him and tie him up. Maybe we should be a little more diplomatic, you know, just this time. I don't think we're going to find anything in these buildings. And I think there's something big and ugly that's come around and killed everybody. Yep. And I'll bet the big and ugly isn't gone forever. So what we're going to have to do is figure out what we're going to do once we don't find the big and ugly in all these buildings. Well, it seems to be smart enough to destroy the uh, route of escape with these. Yeah, I don't know. Was it looking for food? And I don't know what these cave things are either. Oh, but yeah. it's not good. And where are the caves? And where are the caves? Did these guys find some old caves? Wake up some old ugly fucking thing and let's real quick check building number three and then we gotta decide what we're gonna do. When we get back to those papers, let's look for any dates on them, see if they found it before or while they were building this this pipeline or buildings or are they fairly new? But yeah, let's let's finish checking. Okay, so as you guys work your way 
go back outside to make your way over to pump building number three, or building number three, the pump building. Uh, we go back to William and uh, Walter, Harry and Daniel slash Bob in the uh, recreation room upstairs of the personnel building. Watching the thing. Yeah. Drinking some alcohol. You guys could have told me that they had alcohol upstairs. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. My dad doesn't like whiskey. He prefers vodka, Daniel says. Oh. But you know that anyway, don't you, George? George. Hey, you remember you remember the time you made out with my sister and I walked in on you and I, and I punched you in the face? He's talking to you, Walter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember that. I mean, you know, sorry about that, buddy. Uh, how, how, how long, how long ago was that? Oh, man, we were still in high school. Was, oh, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Four what years was, ago, maybe? What was, talking about? What was, was Bill... Remember when Bill uh, Bill was making out with your sister? Bill? Yeah. Your name's Bill? Yeah, Bob, you know me. My, my name's not Bob. My, my name's Dan. I don't, I don't know you. Oh. Is, this, is this Bill talking? Uh, it's uh, Bob. This is Daniel talking to yeah. or Bob slash Daniel talking to Bill. Oh, okay, so it's Daniel talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fed up. I'm jumping up. Bill Are pulls there... out his uh, flask and unscrews it and takes a, a nervous drink from it. Are there any blinds or curtains in the room that have cords? Um, I think we said that there was a, uh, yeah, there were, there were blinds. They were drawn on the, in the windows here, yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to go yank the, the just yank the fucking cords off of them. Bill uh, kind of taking another heavy swig off his flask. He, he chokes a little bit on it and kind of spews a little bit out and starts kind of coughing a little bit. It's like, like Bill, man, that uh, uh, Harold, he's uh, he looks like a soft man, but he's a, he's he's a little crazy. I, well, I'd watch him. Well, I, I hold the, the cords in my hand and I say, uh. Walter, you're the strong one. Come on. Bill, I we got to tie you up. And he stands up and he, he's kind of coughing some more and uh, he doesn't look very well at all. He looks like maybe like he's going to hurl or something. He looks like he's in pain. I'm going to grab the baseball bat that uh, that uh, Unpaid to left for me. What, me what's the matter, Bill? What What's going on, man? Have we seen him eat anything since we picked him up? We have, we have not. He begins to, uh, to, to cough again, and he kind of falls down on the ground. And he starts convulsing, and you hear cracking, snapping sounds. Okay. And you see his arms, like, bending as if the bones are breaking and stretching out. His legs Whoa. are doing the same. What the? First, Whoa. His, his clothes tear off of him as his muscles in his back bulge, and his shoulders break and distend and he begins stretching uh, growing in mass hair sprouting out from his body kind of a 
off white, disgusting looking hair. And he oh, wrenches his head back up and looks right at you, Harold, and his face has changed completely um, as it continues to grow and break and stretch. You remember American Werewolf in London, yeah? Yeah. And I can't handle his vodka, Jesus. <laughs> and I you think... see, as he starts to rise up off the ground, this. Oh, oh. oh fuck my life. <laughs> I need sanity rolls from Harry... And Walter, I don't need a sanity roll from Daniel. Daniel just kind of screams and turns and runs, uh, half falling down the stairs as he tries to get out of the building. I got a 15. I got a 95. It's <laughs> 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 oh, not, uh, not quite a botch. You were one point off from a botch, at least. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to hit this thing in the head as hard as I fucking can with that baseball. Um, Walter, you are going to lose six points of sanity. Oh, that's my 20. You've hit your threshold, yeah? Yeah. Roll d10 for me, please. Okay, just a second. One. One? You are suddenly struck with amnesia. You have no memory of anything, um, basically since you boarded the plane in Vancouver a few days ago. Uh, I Well, I sit down because you got to... You gotta buckle your seatbelt on a on a plane, but but and then you do see this horrible creature in front of you. You have no idea what it is, where it came from. You see Harry. Harry, you said you grabbed a. Oh, you had a baseball bat, yeah. Yeah. You swing at it. Yeah. I'm okay. Hit it as hard as I can, right in the square in the head. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a I'll give you a surprise attack since it's just still finishing its transformation. Go for it. What do I have for? Is this just fighting brawl? I got a twenty out of twenty-five. 20 out of 25? What did you you Uh, say just before that? Did you give me a bonus dice? No, I was giving you basically a surprise attack. Oh, yeah, okay. 20 out of 25. Because it's transformed. Technically, I'm sure it has a higher dex than you. But uh, 20 out of 25 will hit. Uh, Where's my stat block? A bat should be 1d8 plus damage, and I've got no damage bonus. Mm, No damage bonus. That's unfortunate. Okay, the stats are over here. I've seen these um, scary movies. <laughs> so what, what was your damage with the baseball? Baseball, it's what, a D8? Uh, one D8. Oh, shit, I got a one. A one. Okay, you I bash it. <laughs> and, like, it's set. You get that forceful vibration up your arms. It seems to hurt you more than it hurts it. <laughs> um, yeah. As the creature, here we go. Uh roars and screams. That scream you recognize from the screams you were hearing in the tents previously. Although this time it's much closer. It's in your face. It smells of rotten decay. Um, oh yeah, it's going to strike at you. Daniel's long gone. No sight of him. Um, do you want to dodge or fight back, Harry? Oh, uh, Dodge. Dodge? Okay, roll it, please. Uh, the hell? Oh, jeez. I rolled a 10-sided and an 8-sided. <laughs> That's the second time you've rolled an 8-sided in place of a 10-sided. I got, I got 44, and I'm like, what the hell? Uh, the hell? Now I'm running... Oh, oh shit. Sorry, I've got my mixed eyes mixed up. Uh, 28. Um, and I that's my dodge. My dodge is 27. Can I spend one point of luck? 
you're going to need 24. to spend, you're going to need an extreme success. So what is your 27? What's an extreme success of that would be? Um, five. Five, right. Okay. Oof. So I'd you want to spend, spend 22 points of luck or 23 points of luck, sorry? Oh, for it. I might as well to get the hell out of the way. 22 okay. points of luck. So it swings right over your head. Um, it smashes the uh, TV and VCR off the uh, the stand and wall. My in-flight movie! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we can enter normal combat. Walter, mm-hmm. your dexterity is... Sorry, I have it here. 75, yeah? Yep. Its dexterity is... Oh, it goes first. That's fucking good. <laughs> By the way, I am screaming. At the top, of you are head. screaming. It's missed you, Walter. You have your gun in your hand? No, 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 I didn't. Okay. Cause we're right. Uh, I'll just roll out or even, you know, it's, it's focusing on Harry's gonna attack Harry again. So, Harry, uh, dodge or fight back? Uh, dodge. I'm trying to get the hell out of the building roll. at this point. Roll if you succeed at this, you can get on the other side of it. Basically, I got 10. You rolled a 10. Yeah. Okay, that's a hard success. You dodge again. It swings at you. Because I only got a normal success. I'm scrambling for wherever wherever uh, Daniel went. I'm following in his footsteps. Yeah, down the stairs, probably out of the building. You presume. Yeah. Now, would we have heard that creature scream at this point? You probably heard me scream. I'm screaming, "Monster! Monster! Monster!" (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's a fair point. At this point, you probably do hear. The screaming coming out of the building, and you see Daniel come running out of the out of the building, screaming. This is as you're walking towards the pump building. So, pretty much, he runs almost right past you, and he just keeps going, trudging through the snow as best he can, uh, running towards the north gate, which is not the one you came in initially. It's past past the maintenance check. Come on, boys. Something's I think, uh, oh yeah, Walter, you're in, the, you're in the room with it. What are you doing, Walter? Well, I had my weapon. It just wasn't ready. So, of course, I'm going to lift it, take a shot, and then try and skedaddle. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a roll to attack. Oh, yeah. Even with the penalty. Uh, 12 is an extreme. Nice. Okay. Nice. So, your damage. Uh, that's 2d6 plus 4. Okay, so it starts with 16 plus whatever you roll on 2d6 plus 4. Uh, I rolled 6 total, so 10 more onto that, so 26. 26. Uh, let see, does it have any armor points? It does. Yes, okay. So it takes 3. You blow it away. You shoot it right in the in the face. That's why you bring uh, 10 bullets. The forehead just kind of explodes. Uh, brain matter flies out of it, and it collapses to the ground. Yeah. And it immediately starts changing back into Bill as the, the extra mass on it starts just turning into this ye- disgusting yellow liquid and soaking down into the carpet. And Bill is laying there with his forehead blown open and his brain's missing. As uh, on pay to Isaac and Bjorn, I presume you're running into the building, or does somebody grab Daniel? Yeah, we should grab and say, "What the hell's going on?" 
Well, I come running out after Daniel too. In this Harry scene. comes running out like like a round later. Grab Harry too. There's a yeah, monster in there. One weapon. So you guys, you guys are on military range. You can definitely catch these guys and stop them. Bill right. was a fucking monster. And now we hear a gunshot too. You hear the gunshot inside, just as you're kind of restraining Harry. And that's probably a good spot to to stop it then. That was great. Our players included Matt Ryan, Keith Craig, Jason Melnichok, Sean Little, and myself, with Ian Christensen as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.